to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me in the GameZilla Media Studios, producer, Deadite Knight. I've been waiting here for hours drinking. Here? You kept me waiting all damn night. It's 100% true. 100% true. <laughs> I've been drinking for two hours you before the show. You are multiple beers in. I, uh, you know what? I got stuck at work, man. I don't know what to tell you, okay? It's just... You like, could have called... It is what it is. You could have let me know. I think I did, actually. But I, I, If you text me, you know I can't read, so that's not even fair. No, no, no. I text Steven, and Steven was supposed to let you know what's going on. Oh, that, I, I shoot him away. I didn't want to hear what he had. I, just, I shoot him away. Yeah. Well, welcome to episode 255. Wait, did you tell Steven or Sloth from the Goonies? Because it sounded more like Sloth from the Goonies with a hey, you guys. Well, I mean, I'm not the real Steven. I was just trying to mimic Oh, yeah, him. yeah. I can't. I can't. No one can produce that other than Steven. That's so. true. He has this very unique to... voice. Yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, welcome to episode 255 of the GameZilla Podcast. Brought to you by our lovely supporters on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. And contribute today. Your financial contributions goes to the success, growth, and health <laughs> of Gamezilla Media, and it it might pay for some speech therapy classes for me. Uh, your patronage can start at just as little as one dollar per month, and guess what? One dollar a month allows you to vote on the Patreon topic here on the Gamezilla Podcast. Gives you early access to the Retro Relapse YouTube videos made by the legend of Retro. And, of course, it gives you exclusive access to the VIP channel in our Discord where you can get the the scoop on all things happening. That's where all the hotness is at. On our Patreon page. And uh, on top of that, again, there's $5 level. Give you exclusive access to special shows that you can't get anywhere else from all the great shows at GamezillaMedia.com. Like the super, super special pre-show from this week's podcast. This this week's pre-show was really, really good. We, you know, it wasn't live. It didn't make it to Facebook. You are only going really to hear this by being a five dollar patron. Uh, don't you, la- don't laugh, man. You, this is literally gold. You won't be disappointed as a five dollar patron uh, for this exclusive contest. So go to Patreon.com/slash/GameZillaMedia and uh, start your patronage today. It would mean a lot to us. Oh, boy. All right. Well, it's been a uh, rough day, long day at work, and we're just going to get right into it and uh, going to break into the news. Breaking into the news. The news. I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching GameZillaMedia.com. Downloading headlines. What about this monstrous story of yours? Download. Topic number one. It's here. It's official. We've already talked about it, but now we did it. The PlayStation name change is live, and you can change your name anytime you want. And we did it. And by we, I think I mean I. You didn't change your name, right? No, no, I'm not. 
not changing my name. I got it right the first time. Yeah, you're not an idiot like me. But I changed my name. Originally, my name was Grimlock the Dino and then the number nine. And I don't really know what, what was going on there. I was obsessed with the number nine during my soccer years, so probably didn't need it there. But whatever, you know, that's what it was. And since I've, uh, you know, started streaming and kind of built this persona, I really started to call myself Grim the Dino. So I wanted to try to shorten it and see if it was available. It was. And so I shortened my name, Grim the Dino. And then my whole system just, like, disconnects and, and like, errors out. Like, the entire PlayStation. Yeah. It just goes, just black. It sounds right. I'm like... Oh, okay. I was I was in a chat with uh, Owl Zero. He's like, uh, where'd you, I get a text message. Where'd you go? I'm like, I don't know. I uh, processed my name change, and then my whole system just crashed. So now I'm panicking, thinking when I reboot this thing, it's not it's not gonna work. I'm terrified. I'm like all this so I could shave off what like f- five characters, five characters. So I reboot the system. It comes back. My name still says Grimlock the Dino Nine, but then Owl's like, "No, your name says Grim the Dino." And I'm like, "No, it's nowhere on my screen does it say Grim the Dino." So then I launch Apex Legends, and the, the title screen comes up, which is just like a splash page of three characters, yeah, and it just locks. Like nothing. Nice. I'm like, okay, PlayStation button, kill the app, relaunch it. Screen, nothing. I'm like, oh no, oh no, don't know. So I fire up Borderlands. Borderlands fires up fine. I'm like, okay. That's because it's a real game. I'm like, okay, hold on. So then I fire up Apex again. Third time's a charm. It fires back up. But just so everybody knows, now every time I launch Apex, I have to launch it three times. I kid you not. I'm going to try to uninstall Apex and reinstall it and see if that helps. But right now, I have to relaunch it at least three times for it to actually launch the game. This started happening after I changed my name. So far, that's the only problem I've run into, but um, for those of you that don't know, you can change your name one time for free now, and then after that, they're going to charge you. It's going to be 10 bucks if you're not a PlayStation Plus member, or 5 bucks if you are a PlayStation Plus member. But um, you can go... It's easier to change your name through the PSN website, like via a computer, than it is through the system itself, in my opinion. But um, you're supposed supposed to be able to do it through the system. I don't know. And, you know, I've had my problems, but so far, short of the annoyance of having to boot a game multiple times, there's been no game-breaking bugs where, like, my Borderlands file's gone or anything like that. Now, the games that were affected, that they said would be affected, I don't play, like, uh, a bunch of, like... A lot of them were first party, so it was like The Last of Us and like the show, all the all the MLB the show games and and stuff like that. But um, I think Grand Theft Auto might have been one of them as well. But you, I mean, you're forgetting the biggest one on the list that there's problems with the name change. What's that? I can't. I'm shocked you changed your name without advising. Oh, by talking to me, I'm be, shocked now too. Yeah, you messed something up big time. Oh, uh, oh, Bloodborne. Uh. Man, Uncharted Four. No, bigger, way bigger than those games. I don't know what is it. Yeah, you probably messed up your disc jam account. <laughs> I had soft no! confirmation from our friend Chops no, that I shouldn't I... change my name because it'd mess up all my disc jam yeah, progress. The game I really want to make sure is okay and healthy is Battleborn. Yeah, well, you're gonna play that again sometime, I'm sure. 
<laughs> right when it's the only game that still works because of my name change. <laughs> How sad would that be if you had to text me like I changed my name and the only game that works now is Battleborn? I was like, ah, ah the sweet punishment. So this isn't really as crazy of a topic because we again we just covered like the news of it, but I thought it'd be a fun topic now that I actually did it um, and, and could report some of my findings. So I've had some problems. Nothing super major. The one big scare where I thought my whole system literally bricked. Um, but I can say that uh, Owl Zero, you know, aka used to be Jazzy Fiddle, he changed his name to Owl Zero and seems to be doing okay. And uh, a few other a few other friends of mine changed their name, and I haven't no major reports of like completely corrupted files. Just so, my Apex Legends. So I lied. I did change my name. Did you? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I'm Grimlock the Dino Nine now. <laughs> <laughs> it was available finally. It's a good name. It's a good name. Yeah, yeah. I'm proud of you. People keep inviting me to games that I'm really bad at. Yeah, yeah. The, the I'm just getting mad when I can't carry them through Apex Legends. Expectations are high, my friend. Yeah, they're like, Anthem, why are you level one? I'm like, oh, I, uh, my name changed to leave my file, guys. I swear, I'm, I'm grim. <laughs> All right. Well, we we uh, we saved our second topic for being, I think, our, our big topic of the show. But I just wanted to t- tell my story and then ask everybody that uh, you know join the uh, Discord. Go to gameslowmedia.com. Click on that homepage. Scroll to the bottom. You're going to see a Discord button. Join it. It's free. Talk with us and gamers from around the world every day for free and uh, jump in that PlayStation chat. Tell me your uh, your your story about your name change. Uh, I, I'll enjoy those because so far I've had fun with mine. I haven't gotten too frustrated with it, but it's uh, it's clearly kind of half-ass put together. <laughs> this is what it seems like, but we'll see. When they were like, anything after April of 2018 or whatever will be fine. I'm like... Okay, well, Apex Legends came out February of 2019. It's not fine. It's the opposite of fine. It's slowly dying is how I feel. I feel like every time I start it, I have to, like, reboot it more than three times. So now it's like I'm up to five times in order to get it to launch. And again, I'm lazy, so I just need to uninstall it, reinstall it, and see if that helps at all. But right now, it is not healthy at all. Well. I've been hitting your PlayStation with a small hammer every time I come. You over. wouldn't do that. You wouldn't do that to the Spider-Man PlayStation. That's true. All right. <sighs> Topic number two. Man, I dropped the ball. I should have prepared special music for this. Yeah. Our, yeah. Well, you know, okay. everything's been kind of screwed up today with everything. So topic number two, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I think this is wrong. Is that really what? No, I, you had it typed wrong originally, and I changed it. I believe that's the correct name. That's what I saw on the end of the trailer. It's not Fallen Jedi, really? Yeah, I've been saying it wrong this whole time. Yeah, you you had it wrong in our preparation document. Really? You can you can double check. I've been drinking, so I would advise you to double check. But I'm pretty sure I have it right now. Let's take a look at this here real quick. Yeah. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Look at that. Yeah, I've been saying the wrong thing this whole time. Anyways, there's a new Star Wars game that got announced. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, have, I got you covered. I took care of it. Yeah, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order has been revealed at the Star Wars Celebration this past weekend. And uh, this is a game that we had been hearing about. We knew, we knew it was on the up and up coming from the uh, developer. Of Titanfall series and Apex Legends. I've heard of those games. Yeah, so Respawn Games is uh, is doing this, and they are 
well known, obviously, for those franchises that I, that I mentioned. If you're not familiar with them, then they're very good at making shooters, first person style, third person aspects of it. Just really good at putting those games together, which kind of gives you hope for what this game is shaping up to be. And so it's important to note that they are a, an electronics are electronic arts own studio. It's not important to know. Let's not do that. It is important to we know. Don't, we do not want to bury them before we even start the story. We like Titanfall and Apex. See, see yeah, but our fans need to, on shit, No, man. our fans need to be smart enough to know that all because a developer is tied to EA doesn't mean they're bad at making video games. It just means they might get shoehorned into doing microtransactions. <laughs> right. Well, the good news is no microtransactions, no multiplayers. This is going to be a single-player story-driven game. That's how I like them. And yeah, they came out and said absolutely no microtransactions. That was the developer. And then people were like, yeah, 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 we'll see, we'll see. So then EA actually came out and said, nope, they're right, no microtransactions. So fingers crossed that this is indeed true. Um, but anyways, it's a third-person action melee game. And uh, you know, we already said it's being developed by Respawn. And they didn't show us any gameplay during this trailer, but they did... You know, show us a really f- beautiful cinematic, you know, um, teaser. But th- afterwards, during the Star Wars celebration, they respawn gave out some more information. So the story follows a Jedi that is in hiding after the Order sixty six is given by Palpatine. I have to lay out some spoiler alerts. If you haven't seen Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge <laughs> of the Sixth Sith from two thousand and five. You're going to get some spoilers here about the Order 66. (laughs) So I really hope you've seen that Star Wars movie from almost 15 years ago. Yeah. So, um, (laughs) yeah, it is set after Episode 3 and before Episode 4. There's not the exact time yet that's been passed since the, uh, you know, Execute Order 66 command was given. But we do know now that you will be playing a role of a Padawan Jedi named Cal Kistis. And after the Jedi Order fell, he became a scrapper on a planet called Bracca, tearing apart derelict starships. Um, so the trailer shows this. You see this just kind of this dude that's, oh, I don't know, keep it to himself. And, and you see him on giant ships literally just cutting them apart and, and you know, parting them out to, to uh, different areas of the shipyard. And then... Um, this kind of like catastrophe happens where a cord breaks and it looks like a bunch of people are going to die. And out of just reaction, he reaches out, right? And lets everyone kind of end up seeing that he has force powers. And so what you find out is there's three rules if you want to survive in this current world that is Star Wars. And where all is, the Jedi are being hunt, hunted down and murdered in this yeah, time Where period. most of them are murdered and there's very few left. Um, three rules. Don't stand out, accept the past, and trust no one. So Those, you, those were words they said in the trailer. Yeah. Those were sort of like the hook. This trailer was really good. Oh, yeah. I, you know, Maybe pause the episode real quick and go watch it so you can kind of feel what we're feeling through watching this. Yeah. Um, watching this literally a day after I watched the episode 9 trailer for mm-hmm. the movie... Like I was it, like I don't want to sit there and say it was on par, but like it was very good for being a video game Star Wars trailer. Can, can I be honest with you? Yeah. 
I like this trailer more. N- not that I'm not excited for episode yeah. nine, because I just like we both just like Star Wars. We're both the type of Star Wars fans that if you give us Star Wars, we're at least gonna have fun with it. Yeah. Even Last Jedi wasn't great, we still had fun going to see it. You know yep. what I mean? So you give us a good looking Star Wars game, it's more Star Wars. We're excited about it. So this trailer actually to me was more exciting because it's it's it is a new uh, section of lore. It is some a new True. world to explore, and it's yep. a video game. So yeah, uh, you know, I'm I'm with you. The back to back having a couple Star Wars trailers in a row was very exciting. Yeah, exactly. So and to go back to uh, what else we learned about this is along the way, Cal will make new friends like his mysterious companion Siri, uh, as well as run into some some familiar faces. So. Um, he'll get. He has, of course, a droid called BD One. So you're gonna have your own little droid, Big gonna, Dick One. Yep, that's gonna be able to do you know do things for you. Um, but the um, Cal's fight with the Empire is made even more dangerous as he's being pursued by the second sister, one of the Empire's elite Inquisitors, who seeks to hunt Cal down and extinguish the surviving Jedi. Uh, assisting the second sister are the terrifying. Purge Troopers, which we saw those in the trailer as well, and they look very cool. But um, for those of you that don't know, the um, and they're special. Sorry, the Purge Troopers are special Imperial forces trained to seek out Jedi and uh, aid in their destruction. The second sister, though, I wanted to kind of jump on that. If you're not familiar with the Inquisitors or Second Sister, they are actually lore uh, that from Star Wars Rebels. And also from the Darth Vader comic series, mm-hmm. where after Order 66 was given and Darth Vader went, you know, well, Anakin, Darth Vader, when he was kind of in that transition, went and killed all the Jedi. He basically took these uh, these people and trained them to be Jedi killers. And a lot of them are former Jedis is what they are. They're, they've turned to the dark side for one reason or the other. And they're and basically... Darth Vader trains them in a super aggressive technique where they like they they all um, are are very deadly, but they're also very they, there's no defense. There's no like if you're smart enough, you can find their weaknesses because of how aggressive they are. And actually, in the comics, it's cool. They're all forced to lose a, li- a limb of some sort to as Darth Vader is one of his trainings to basically teach them loss and, mm-hmm. and anger and stuff and so um it's pretty wild they all have really cool lightsabers that come out of like this disc that they hold yeah, and I've they can spin it around and do all sorts of cool stuff so anyways these are your main villains in this game which so i like that they're tying it though this is new there's also some of it that's tying into stuff that's already it already exists right now, now to kind of give it some ground am i correct to assume this game is canon it is canon yeah okay. Yep, so that's been confirmed as well, um, and that's because this was the the uh, ex- you know the exclusive deal that EA had, and we'll see if they keep it or not. I don't think they will, but they originally had with Disney for the Star Wars franchise, allowing them to create um, you know canon material. So, anyways, that's pretty cool. The second sister concept's cool. You can find some of like the artwork, and and we'll see if how much of that is uh, used in this game or if they kind of reimagine it or whatever but um the uh Siri though the the other the other character in this that's your kind of your companion your your person that you meet along the way is actually a former Jedi knight and will act as a sort of mentor to Cal um 
though their relationship isn't the traditional master apprentice, there is um, there is some sort of training going on there that she's going to try to this this character is going to try to help you along the way. So um, that's all we that's all we got from the after the trailer. They did release some still shots that had like Easter eggs in them that people are dissecting to this very second, but. We'll uh, find out more because this game does come out November 15th of this year. That's a problem. Why is that? Because, like, Pokemon comes out, like, the same time, probably. That's a huge problem for me, Grim. (laughs) It's it's not a huge problem for me because, honestly, this was so impressive, and I'm so excited about a single-player Star Wars game because we haven't had one in so long that, like, I I think I'm officially more hyped for this than I am a new Pokemon game. I, I here's here's the thing here's the thing I, I I've learned from my mistakes I'm not going to sit here and Spider-Man this game and then never play it <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm not gonna sit here and just get on the hype train and then never buy it but I I'm having a really hard time staying off the hype train <laughs> right yeah because I, I need to play this game this, yeah. the, I can't wait to see uh, gameplay footage because one thing you know people just crapped on Battlefront 2 for whatever reasons you had the microtransaction it got off to a bad start but as a game Battlefront 2 wasn't necessarily a bad game it may right. not have been what people wanted but what actually was really good in Battlefront was that short little like four hour campaign you got yeah no I did enjoy that it was canon it, it expanded the lore it showed you a new side of uh, the Star Wars universe that you hadn't really got to explore before and I, I really, really had a had a good time with it. So if you're telling me that I'm going to get, I don't know, let's call this a 30 or more hour action adventure that's going to expand in some of the same ways, I, I'm very excited about that. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Um, I think the villains are really interesting. The, you know, the one thing I didn't mention about the villains that are that cr- kind of creates why they're so cool is yes, they're really bad. They're really you know. They're je- evil Jedi's. They've turned to the Sith side, but they also respect and hate Darth Vader. So they're that they're that star scream of villains, right? Like they follow their leader, but they also kind of undermine them and try to look for opportunity to take their space. And so, like that's to me is very interesting to see if they're going to play that angle. Obviously, because of where this falls, we know they wouldn't succeed in it because Darth Vader is still alive and doing stuff in yeah. episodes, you know, four, five, and six. But um but still it would be interesting because I, I like that villain that is evil, but they're they also have their own agenda. Yeah. They're not just following they're not just a you know lapdog. Very so. much the way of the Sith. Yeah, exactly. For a second, I thought I just did a quick Google search. I was like, "Is this the same day that Disney and uh, Disney Plus comes out?" Because Disney Plus is going to have Rebels and uh, and Clone Wars and and the Mandalorian, Mandalorian which they, yeah. they've shown off a little bit. So I was like, "Oh, is this going to be like this huge Star Wars dump onto my life in November?" But we actually do have uh, it's the twelfth that Disney Plus drops. But I'm going to be really Star Warsy Still in November right, yeah. because I've never watched Rebels. I've barely watched Clone Wars, so there's a lot of Star Wars cartoons that I need to catch up on. So that's probably going to be my November. I'm going to be watching a lot of Star Wars, playing a lot of Pokemon. Yeah, I, I'll be uh, I'll be doing that and playing lots of Star Wars too. It won't. I'm very. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to lie to everybody. Yeah, I'm very excited to, as you said, to get some gameplay here. I'm I'm hoping for the best because again, respawn. I really like this. Like they're one of my, like 
up. I don't want to say up and coming because they've been around for a long time, and the people that started Respawn came from other successful uh, developers like Infinity Ward and stuff like that. But but I've really really enjoyed what they've done since like since they launched Titanfall, since they really kind of became Respawn, and so and I really like the feel of their games, like yeah. the speed and just everything feels so good. It, it reminds me of the first time I ever picked up Destiny or something like yeah. it just felt great. So for me. I just think of a Star Wars game and how good it could feel, and I go, oh, man, I'm really excited for this. Well, the thing about Respawn, they're, they're definitely a developer to watch. So Titanfall came out, the first Titanfall came out with a lot of praise, a lot of hype and excitement as a launch box for the original, a launch title for the original Xbox. And it was good for what it was. It just it just lacked in some ways. Yeah, Titan I think it was a slightly after launch, though. I don't think it was actually a launch. Title. I think you're right. I think it was yeah. launch window. We'll call yeah, it Yeah, launch window. Uh, and then Titanfall two came out and was a drastic improvement. Yeah. But here's the, but we we've talked about this before on the show. Titanfall two launched like the same time as Call of Duty and Battle. Like it it, yeah. it launched with other games, and it just it wasn't going to overcome those bigger titles, so it kind of got swept under the rug. And I I bought it when it was six dollars for the deluxe edition on on PlayStation Store and I was like, "Oh, this is a really fun shooter to play." And then they come out with Apex, which has just shattered all expectations out of nowhere. So, they they've continuously done things that have garnered more attention yep. and been a better experience as it, as they've grown as a development team. So, yeah. I know that it's 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 hard to look at a, a development team where in my, you know, in my mind they have three games all shooters, yep. But you see that trend of quality growing, and you yep. have to at least be excited to think that this team is moving in the right direction to probably make what's going to be a very good game. Yeah, I mean, and to sit here and sit back and say a single player Star Wars game that we can sit here and be excited about, like, I mean, the last one I played was Force Unleashed, and I really enjoyed it, but mm-hmm. it wasn't. It wasn't a great game. Correct. Right? Yeah, it was and, super fun, but yeah, it also it wasn't was like, great. Yeah, it wasn't. F- like to me, did I you really play with on Wii with motion controls? No. You, then oh, then yeah. that's why you didn't think it was great. If you <laughs> no. play with motion controls, <laughs> no, no, you'd no. be like, "Wow, that was the most immersive <laughs> gaming experience I've ever had." You would have never bought VR. You have just been playing Force Unleashed. Did you play Force Unleashed on the DS? Is that how you played it? No, I with played the on the PS3 where I where you belong to play it on mm. a, an actual system. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> the last thing I wanted to say about this game is um, the lightsaber. That we get to see at the very end, and of mm. course, if you're looking at this at the uh, like the title screen, it's right. It's laying across like some stone. This thing looks very unique, and when they were asked about it at Star Wars Celebration, they said we cannot talk about the lightsaber because it would be it would give away too many spoilers, and so it instantly created this hype just around the lightsaber itself. And we know how this gets. Every time Star Wars comes back around, there's always something about the lightsabers that gets you excited. And so this one looks really weird. Unlike unlike anything I've seen, it's got a little bit of like Dooku lightsaber in it where it has like a slight curve to it, but it also has like chain, like I, I, don't, even, I don't even know, like a chain mesh like mm-hmm. section. And um, it does look damaged. So... But they, but they wouldn't tell us anything further, and they basically said that like there's a like that the 
weapon will grow with you. Like like it's well, he's a scrapper. Yeah, exactly. So like you're you know you're not just gonna get this thing and and that's gonna be it. It's gonna evolve throughout the game, and there's some story behind it. It may not even technically be. It, it probably isn't his. But wherever it comes from, like there's some sort of background to it. I hope it's Kit Fistos. And it really seems like a very, very, very important piece of this game, which then I really hope it falls into some really cool lore canon-wise where we end up figuring out that it, that it travels past him on to something else that we just di- aren't picking up on right now. But uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm really hyped. This was a game that I was curious about. I was very curious about it since they since they kind of I think they were sitting at like the video game awards of 2016 when they like went into the crowd and the respawn guy was like just sitting in the crowd. And they're like, "What are you working on?" And he's like, "Well, I'm happy to say that what we are working on is a Star Wars game." And like that's all we got, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's been two, you know, almost yeah, about two years, a little over, and now here we are, um, getting getting more information, getting a teaser trailer, getting a release date, and really getting like some groundwork here to get excited about. And I can't wait. This It went from a curiosity to honestly one of the top games for me as far as a hype hype level for 2019. And that, it's, it, it's Mortal Kombat, Pokemon, and this for me. Yeah. Those, this, are, those are my hype games. This instantly, you know, with the, with the disappointment that was Anthem – you know, Division Two just kind of being more of the status quo, which isn't bad, but it just is what it is. Apex being oh. Apex being the surprise of the year for me. Never mind, I'm not buying Star Wars. Why? Borderlands. <laughs> yeah, right. So you're. I mean, forgot right. about my first love. You're right. So I mean, like when you when you put Borderlands in there, I mean, start this Star Wars game probably is going to be. We have a couple months. Number to two. Yeah, it's gonna, yeah. It's my number two hype game now. We have a couple months to play Borderlands before Star Wars. Yeah, well, true, yeah, well, but doesn't mean I'll uh, be done with Borderlands, but at least, like, that initial, like, just obsession might have kind of worn off for me, because I will put so much time into Borderlands 3. I'm just real worried about the Pokemon Star Wars life balance. To be continued, we will find out in November how I don't sleep anymore. That's right. All right, topic number three, we have the uh, rumor mill spinning back up about the PlayStation 5. So let me remind you of something before we get into this. This time of a generation or right before the next generation, rumors come out almost every week. And a lot of times I skip over them, but this one, I don't know, it was just it was enough bullshit that I just wanted to talk about it as much as I don't believe it. Okay. Okay. And so we'll get into it. Basically, <laughs> I feel the same way. Okay. Spoiler alert! I'm looking at this, going, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So very skeptical walking into this alleged leak. Yeah. So we haven't heard anything, obviously, because guess what? E3 is not here, and that's when we're going to find out a lot of stuff, if not slightly after E3. But most of these systems right now, we're looking at the potential of a 2020 release. Now the uh, PS5, we don't know. I don't know if we will probably won't see anything in E3 about it because Sony is not intend not um, presenting at E3, but we do expect to see the new Xbox. So there was a uh, a leak that happened supposedly that got picked up that uh, included talk about the next console, uh, the lineup, 
uh, for launch games, which included a Horizon Zero Dawn 2 and basically some price points and stuff like that. So with that said, according to the leaker, the PlayStation 5 is allegedly launching in 2020 and will be $100 more than the PS4 at launch, making it $500. So given that the PS4 had so much success at the $400 mark and, and took took the industry by storm and really just launched out the gate and never, never, no one caught, no, never was caught up to. I mean, Switch has done a great job, hasn't had the time to catch it. Xbox has done a good, good job turning themselves around, but they weren't ever going to catch Sony at this point unless Sony fell flat on their face. But now you're going to turn around and really come out with a $500 system. So, let me lay out the the supposed specs of this thing. Uh, the leak claims that despite asking for 500 bucks, the PS5 will sell for a $100 loss at the beginning of its production. Uh, for that system itself, the leaker says it will be backwards compatible. It will offer a new premium version of PlayStation Plus, It will, which has also been uh, echoed by other leaks. So there's a whole new rev- revision yep. of, of PlayStation Plus, which, let's be honest, if you don't, I'm disappointed. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> time to revamp you PlayStation Plus. You have to. Uh, it's going to pack a 2-terabyte built-in hard drive. Seems to me a little... I was expecting more. Support 8K upscaling and be compatible with a newly upgraded PlayStation VR headset. And, of course, the new controller, the DualShock 5, which will have a built-in camera. To work with your new PlayStation VR that you're going to buy. And I'm like, okay, first of all, I don't need a camera in my controller. Like, I don't know what you're going to show me that's going to change my mind about having a camera in my controller. But I don't need it. Oh, I don't need a touchpad. I don't need extra lights. <laughs> I don't need anything Sony. No. Like like Rumble? Okay, I like Rumble. I'm not going to sit here and right, act like I'm fine. better than Rumble. Rumble but. I, mean, I expect Rumble since I had to buy it as an expansion in the, for my 64. So... I'm I'm perfectly I perfectly am okay with and expect Rumble, but beyond that, you want to do something special to your controller? Put fucking paddles on the bottom of it so I can stop buying off-brand third-party controllers that have pro buttons on the bottom. They're literally called pro controllers now for the pro circuit, and you don't make your own version of it. Like, come on, get over it and at least offer me. One. I have a. I have a better. I have an idea that's way better than your idea. What? A battery that lasts more than forty-five minutes. <laughs> well, that's a Would good. Probably one too. pretty cool. But if you took the camera out of it and the touchpad <laughs> and the lights, you could do. You could have that because the pro buttons don't take away from battery life. Well, my idea is still more necessary. It's more necessary. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I won't argue that one bit. Your idea is definitely cooler. Okay. <laughs> I mean, at this point, though, if you really, if you think yeah. about it, I mean, you got Astro making controllers now. It's not just like Scuff and Cinch and these like, no, not that they're tiny companies, but but Astro is like, you know, Astro, Razer, all these companies are making controllers now to compete for this like pro market, and you don't have an option. And Microsoft has had one for years. It's time. It's time. It's time to put something out for of your own. But anyways, I digress. Let's 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 dive into what this article is saying. First of all, 
hundred dollar loss. I'm not. I'm, I don't necessarily disbelieve that. Like, there's not a lot of profit to be had on a system, especially at launch, as they learn to develop the chips smaller and, and really refine their process. They they end up making more money, um, or they they kind of still break even by cutting the price, right? Yeah. You know that they're they're looking at making that money off of accessories, off of game sales, off of digital digital services, and all that jazz. But then it quickly goes downhill with the whole, um, you know, backwards compatibility. Sure, we're all hoping for that, and the pre- and, and upgrading PlayStation Plus, it's it's needed badly. But a two terabyte drive with the way the games are sized right now, like I get a two terabyte drive right now in my systems. Like I don't feel like that is premium next gen level. Like give me four terabytes. Yeah, see that that's you coming from someone who owns a. One uh, X and a Pro. My One X is only a one terabyte. I have the standard edition with a two terabyte USB <laughs> uh, three hard drive plugged into it to give me two and a half terabytes. That's right. You have so a five hundred gigs. Yeah. So this is actually so four at, times. Yeah, I look at two terabytes was, and I'm like, wow. But again, if but we're you're talking the about, only person that still runs an original PlayStation, yeah, because like in the world, yeah, it's just me. <laughs> the rest of them have all been traded in. And they're on GameStop <laughs> yeah. shelves yeah. In, in those white boxes, melted for, down. What are you talking about? You can't even buy them anymore. They've been made to scrap. <laughs> Three-quarter portions. Uh, so so here's the thing, though, that I think that you're forgetting about. All right? This article, does it not go on to continue to say 8K capable? 8K upscaling. A, okay. Okay. Maybe I'm so over-exaggerating. Four, so 4K standard with 8K upscaling because is what I, I would imagine. When I hear 8K, I go, is that a one terabyte game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, how big is an 8K game? 8K upscaling to me, like a 4K game, which is something we already don't deal with that much unless you're running the PS4 Pro and all that jazz. But, like, we're already dealing with, like, what? What did I say with uh, Anthem? I think I had uh, 111 gigabytes in the first 48 hours of that game, just off patchwork. That's not even count- including like the the initial install of the game. So you're telling me next gen, it's going to be what the same, if not more, for space required. Unless you come out with some new algorithm to compress stuff that, that you can compress it better, but but maintain the quality, which I haven't heard of yet. So doubt that's going to happen. Yet you're going to pack it with a two terabyte drive, which means I'm going to be able to rock 10 video games before I fill my drive up. <laughs> like I just to me, it, it seems too low. I mean, I guess, again, for a standard entry level system, maybe. And then like. Companies like um, you know Microsoft that might be releasing two SKUs, maybe like the basic is a two terabyte and the, and the Pro is a four terabyte. You are thinking too much in 2019. You're not thinking 2021. Okay, you're going to be streaming all these games. That's the way it's all going. You're not going to need two terabytes of space because you're just going to grab them all from the cloud. Okay, well then don't give me two terabytes. And uh, don't sell it to me for five hundred dollars. Well, that's that's the ridiculous part about it. And and I knew we were going to get down to that. And I knew you were going to turn to me and be like, "Deadite, 
are you buying this system at launch? And I'd be like, I'm probably buying this system never for five hundred dollars. <laughs> I'll take it when you buy the PS six. Yeah, um, yeah. It's like well, the, you know, ho- holiday twenty twenty four when it's down to a dollar, you know, one ninety nine is when I'd scoop it up. Right, but don't feel bad because you know five hundred bucks is a steal when you're gonna have to drop a thousand dollars to get the upgraded PlayStation VR headset with it at launch. Wait a second. So they're saying there's going to be a $500 VR headset with it? I'm just thinking from the standpoint of, okay, well, you're selling this $100 more than you sold the PlayStation at launch. And then the PSVR was $400 when it first came out. So this is a newly upgraded PlayStation VR headset. So let's just say it's going to sell for $100 more and give you whatever improvements. So now you're at 1000 bucks, And again... We're assuming that this newly upgraded PlayStation VR will be available at launch, but there you go. You can have a you can have the new VR and the new PlayStation and a th- for a thousand bucks with your DualShock Five with a built-in camera. Like, what the hell is a camera on a controller gonna do? Probably something with VR. Well, no, I mean, I mean, yes, you could use it for VR and stuff. I'm sure. Um, augmented but, reality but stuff. like what else would you use it for like remember they came up with the touchpad and everything and they had grand plans for it like you're going to be able to like do things in game with it like i feel like the camera has to do something outside of the vr for those people that don't buy a vr system <laughs> headset you know uh unfortunately we're not live on uh facebook Otherwise, I'd just demonstrate for everyone what it's going to be. Uh, but you're just going to stream by holding the controller up to your face, <laughs> and that's going to give you your little your little square for you know built-in streaming. You push it right through Twitch. Just you got to hold the controller up to your face, or maybe the controller will come up like a snake light from the old Game Boy Advance era, and it'll just like snake up off, and then you hold the controller down, and you just have a little like camera looking at your face. Oh my god. All right. Well, Sony, you need to pay for that. If that comes out, you you, you owe me money cuz that's a brilliant idea. So obviously there's a very very high probability that this is all bullshit, okay? So let's just rem- so. let's just remember anybody that's listening to this part and, and and you're raging on your side of the uh of the speakers here and just uh yelling at us about how dumb we're being. We didn't make these rumors. We're just discussing them and how stupid they would be if any of this is true. I am not a fan of a lot of this. I'm not really a fan of the price point. And, you know, you can sit back and say, well, you bought a Xbox One X. It's like, yeah, I bought an Xbox One X four years after the Xbox One came out. Not at launch. Uh, that it's a lot. That's a lot of money for a launch system. Did you, bought a, did you buy a PS3 at launch? I did not. When no. it was $600 no, at launch why, for the premium it's model? Why I, it's why I bought an Xbox 360. Yeah. And we're back in this boat here where it's like Microsoft is already... Short, they haven't confirmed it, but they pretty much have. They're going to have two SKUs. Yeah, they're going to have a cheap entry level and then a and then a higher end level. And PlayStation right now looks like they're going to have one model, and it might be this 500 gig model. So that's tough because you're starting to play with the whole 360 PS, the 360 PS3 era where. Everyone bought into the 360 because of the, it was easier to, you could afford it. Yeah. I mean, I was working, I think at the time I was working at Best Buy and I couldn't afford a $600 PS3 that also was having major production issues, had limited games I was interested in, and the 360 was over there at like half the price. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm just going to go with that. Am, Am I correct in saying 
one of the reasons the Saturn failed is it was stupid expensive. Yeah. Wasn't the Saturn near $500 in the 90s? Yeah. Where, like, the N64 and the PS1 were, like, $200 yeah. $250. Yeah, it was crazy expensive. Was like, and right out the gate, you could buy the net cartridge for the back of it yeah. to go surf the web. And that was $200 on top of that. Yeah. So so, so <laughs> Sony, Sony is uh, traversing some very uh tough terrain there if that if that is what's going to happen because video game the way we video game is changing so much with with streaming again if google stadia comes out and it's 15 dollars a month i might just invest in stadia instead of 500 dollars on a new playstation box like yeah, because I mean, you're talking years of Stadia yeah. before you'd even hit that threshold. Yeah, yeah, it's it's scary stuff. I mean, obviously, I'm interested in it, and you know, even if it was 500 bucks, I probably would pre-order one and and go for it because I'm a gamer. But for the gaming industry and just for the like the 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 fringe, which is what you need to win over, you need to win that that average gamer, that the casual gamer. This is not um, appealing so far. Yeah. And I mean, again, just rumors, but if and if this is the way that they were going, not appealing. Also, I want to like shout out that the, the I didn't read it because I didn't want to give these people like credit and stuff, but the supposable leaker like went around and was like, yeah, I'm a developer of a video game for the PS5, so I'm entitled to a uh, inside information, and here's everything that I've learned. Why the hell would you ever do that? Like, if you, okay, you're clearly developing something enough where you've either bought or Sony has sent you a dev kit and sent you sensitive material, and then you're just going to come out and say, yeah, I'm, uh, you know, I, I know all this stuff because I'm developing a game and I'm, you know, blah, blah, blah. I don't care how, like, secret you think you are. Like, in this day and age, someone's going to find you out, and when Sony figures out it's you, like, good luck having your game ever published on a, on a you know, on their platform. Yeah. I just feel like that's that's one reason why I thought this was such, like, so, so fake. Because I'm like, all right, me as a developer, if I had the opportunity to do that right now, I would never jeopardize it just so I could get, you know, 30 seconds of fame on comicbook.com. <laughs> you know? It's a, it's a big gaming website. And don't get me wrong, comic book I don't want to. I don't want to dog this site. That was kind of rude. Comicbook.com has some good articles. I I I I frequently check out this site. I end up here a lot. But but at the same time, it's not worth jeopardizing the development of my video game unless this particular person is honestly like some low person on the totem pole that you know obviously still gets the information because he's working for this company and then decided he wanted to try to get his fifteen seconds of fame. Like I, that's different. It's still not okay, but it's different as to why it might happen. But as a, you know, as a serious developer, I think this is just a super stupid article. If there's any chance that it's legitimate. All right. Topic four, which is our Patreon pick of the week. Those were kind of loud. I'm sorry. No, that was perfect. Okay, I'm doing it again. Those ones were allowed, though. I'm sorry. I didn't make any changes. <laughs> All right. Last uh, last topic here. Our Patreon news topic. You vote on it. The winner gets talked about on the show. This week's winner, Sony, stopped Bungie's plans 
to add cross-platform character transfer to Destiny 2. So this news dropped today, actually. It was right right around when we were finalizing a lot of our um, documents here for the show. And um, I thought it was interesting. Bungie, plans to, Bungie planned to enable cross-platform transfer of Destiny characters. And Sony stepped in because of their exclusive partnership that they had. Uh, and, and they weren't exclusive games, but they did. Ha- they were buddy buddy with Sony. Yeah, there there was some sort of ex- level of exclusivity. There were special weapons and things that you could only get on PlayStation. Yeah. So uh, we had someone here, uh, Jason Schreer. Uh, wow, I can't say his last name. Want to give that a shot for me? Schreer. Yeah, there we go. Uh, made the claim in a recent episode of Screen Split Podcast. And basically said uh, in the discussion about how Destiny 2 will fare following Bungie's separation from the long-term publisher Activision, which we talked about. But then uh, went on to say that um, Bungie had been expecting to add tr- character transfer and make it a reality, and but its exclusive partnership prevented it. So the quote goes on to say, I heard that Bungie wanted to do character transfers for PS4 and PC before the Forsaken came out, the Forsaken being the expansion, the big expansion. Um, but Sony wouldn't allow it. Sony is just like, we want people to associate Destiny with PS4, even if that means screwing over other players. Um, but now that they've broken away from from Activision, they're, they're starting their own thing. Uh, the quote goes on to say, it sucks, and hopefully Bungie ends it. But... Um, it's not the first time that Sony's been singled out for fighting this whole cross-play party play. Uh, we heard it with Rocket League, with Minecraft, with Fortnite, and you know, and we've heard things from this from Sony boss Sean Layden saying, "Oh, uh, you know, we're looking into the possibilities and we're open for opportunities." And then a month later, uh, you know, we find, or not even a month later, like a week later, we we get the. Um, Responses from developers saying, uh, "No, Sony just told us no, or they haven't returned our, haven't communicated with us in months, even though we've been bothering them." So we've really been getting mixed signals from the both sides, and now for this to come out, not directly from Bungie, you know, this is this is a third party playing here, but this this individual is well known and does seem to uh, end up picking up some pretty big news topics within the gaming industry. Um, so here's another one that they're involved with. So you kind of, you know, is it true? We don't know. But at the same time, they have a pretty good track record. I believe it is true. I have a lot. A lot oh, of, I believe it for sure. What what I uh, what I'm less likely to believe is the line about screwing people over and who cares? You know, like the you know, like even if it means screwing over players. No, what it comes down to is if you've bought Destiny on a PlayStation Four. And you're playing it there. If you're allowed to take your character and transfer it to PC, that means you're probably then going to buy all the following DLC and expansions on the PC because you've made that leap and Sony's missing out on money that that had to be anticipated when Destiny was launched knowing, hey, our player base is this X percentage of the player base is expected to continue on with these expansions. It's money that they were expecting to get. And if you just let people take their characters, which in a perfect world that's not run by capitalism, you know, the almighty dollar. Sure, it wouldn't matter. Take your ball and go play wherever you want to play. But that's not how it works. You bought in on PlayStation and PlayStation's expecting you to see it through on their system 
and continue to pay them to play there. So it, it's it's a no-brainer when you're Sony to say no to that because all it could do is end up you, with you losing money. There aren't You can't anticipate a bunch of PC players are then going to migrate to the PlayStation 4 and then buy content there. The problem, okay, yes, you have a point, but the problem still comes back to re- building relationships. And I don't mean with just gamers. Like, Sony is so scared. Everything seems, like, reactive and fearful from them, where it's like, oh, well, a bunch of people are going to leave us and go to PC. You don't know that. You have 80 million, close to 100 million probably at this point, PS4 sold. You have plenty of infrastructure where people are going to play games on your system, including Destiny 2. You working with a developer to allow them to do... to. You know, imagine their dream and make it come true will mean that they will want to continue to work with you. You handcuffing companies, like go ask how handcuffing Bungie worked for Microsoft. Go ask how, like, like this doesn't work. When you sit there and say, no, you can't do that because we want to make sure that when people think Destiny, they think PS4. Well, then if I'm Bungie, I go, cool, my next game's not going to be, you're not going to get any exclusives. I might still release it on your platform, but you're not getting anything special from me because because you you limited me beforehand. I you know me as an artist or you know whatever photographer however you want to look at it. If anyone was like, oh well, you don't take a, you can take a picture, but don't take it that way, or you can't take a picture of that, but you can take a picture of the thing next to it. Like the second you start to limit me, I'm I'm not interested in you anymore. I'm not interested in working for you. I'm not interested in working with you. And all I want to do is leave. And that's like, and this might be little, but at the same time, in a game of, de- of for Destiny, where your game was struggling, hurting, and you were going to try to open the doors in a way that popular games were already moving, like Fortnite and stuff like that, being this cross-platform, cross-play um, option, that could have really helped Destiny in certain ways. Can you in in those games? Can you tr- can you your pro- does your progress carry over from system to system? Well, so like Fortnite, it does. Yeah. You know, um, Rocket League, we know it doesn't. Yeah. Um, you know, it's separate. But, I mean, Fortnite being being like the example right now of, of amazing crossplay is that, yeah, if I'm a level 50 here, I'm a level 50 on the other side. Yeah. If I bought the battle pass here, my battle pass is over here. And my progression, when I gain five levels on the PC, I gain five levels on my Xbox. Like, that's the way. That's the future. Unfortunately, like yeah. if if you're afraid of it, tough. But that's what gamers want, and that's what we're gonna get eventually. And so, the fact that Bungie wanted to do it is super cool because I picked up a PC copy of Destiny because I was very curious how people were like, "Man, it runs really, really well on the PC." So when it got down to like you know ten bucks, I was like, "Sure, I'll grab a copy." If I could have took my character and played it on the PC, I would have. I would have put way more time into Mm. destiny on the pc so who does that benefit bungie okay so again the developer is being penalized and being hurt where i'm not playing their game as much because of a simple decision that sony made so me as a developer i'm not happy with you at this point for sure and so and then as a as a business though you're right like if i move my character over to playstation and i don't know how this we don't know how it was going to work fully right but if i could move back the the difference is i was gonna go play on pc but i knew all my friends can't go play on pc you can't come play destiny on pc with me so 
if if you know Deadite comes and signs on PlayStation and says, "Hey, I'm going to play some some Destiny. You want to play with me? I'm going to transfer my character back, assuming that I could go back and forth." Yeah, you know, like I totally would come back to the PlayStation because I have a because fi- I have a friends, I have I have a community that I've already built here. So stop being so paranoid about people fleeing you like like we're all your prisoners and that the second you open the door, we're going to run out the gate. Like, it's not going to happen. We don't have Stockholm Syndrome. We're not going to be like, you know what, PlayStation? It feels like you've been holding us captive as your as your fans, and we love you. It's just like I sit back and I go, I just spent $200 on a controller so I could play games on the PS4 the way I want to. Like, I'm not feeling restricted by you and i'm not thinking about leaving you I, I play games everywhere and if you're so paranoid about this it's super it's just super irritating to me and it's it goes back to this played out story that we've talked about for sony for what feels like the past year where everything seems like they're scared of change they're worried about losing their lead and and they're unsure of the future which starts to then go back to our last story topic of Man, the PS5, we don't we still don't even know a single thing about it and I'm slightly concerned about it because Sony can't seem to make the right decision about anything. Anyways, good topic, patrons. I uh Bungie, I hope you I hope you decide to do this. I know you have exclusive content where like certain guns and stuff like that are PlayStation first and they don't, you know, like there's still guns right now that don't hit the Xbox or PC till September of, of 2019. So Hopefully you can get past those deadlines and then you could pretty much give, you know, give Sony the finger and say, cool, we're going to allow transfer uh, of our characters. And then, you know, you can, you know, I don't know. I think Destiny's a little far gone at this point, but, you know, hopefully it helps you. And Sony, just stop, man. Just stop being a scared punk in this right now. You, you're the leader. You are literally the, the like everyone's looking at you to show us what's next and everything you do just kind of comes off shitty. So stop. Stop. <laughs> like Xbox already is doing a great job and they're making all these cool decisions and they're doing all these cool things. Stop making them look better. All right. Well, if, you, been, uh, if, you, if you didn't, if you'd enjoy, if you have enjoyed our attack on the news this week, leave us a five star review mm. on iTunes or you know Stitcher or heart us on Spotify, whatever platform you listen to us on. Uh, give us a rating, give us a review. Uh, it goes a lot to helping us grow Gamezilla as a podcast and reach more people. Shout out to Craig. Shout out to Linda. Shout out to Dwight for the uh, the recent reviews on the iTunes. Uh, we really appreciate the support. It helps us out so much. Yes, thank, thank you so much. So we just want to encourage you uh, to just take a couple minutes of your time. It, it, if, you, if you're listening on your iPhone right now, it's as easy as like going to this episode and clicking the fifth star. <laughs> right. It's yeah. that easy to give us five yeah. stars and it doesn't take a lot of time to write a review. Yeah, and if you want to go that extra bit, you can actually leave a sentence. But otherwise, just click the five stars and you're done. These guys are neato. <laughs> They're neato torpedoes. All right, let's let's uh, let's move it in to the Zilla update. Oh, yeah. Ah, it's a cool, refreshing gaming beverage. That's it's the right. Zilla update. So my uh, my gaming moment is uh, it takes place on Saturday this past Saturday where I went on over to good old Owl Zero's house, aka Jazzy Fiddle for all those that haven't adapted to his new name yet. 
But uh, the League of Legends Spring uh, Finals were this Saturday, and it was TSM versus Team Liquid. <laughs> oh, yeah! TSM took a 2-0 commanding lead. It looked Ooh. like it was going to be over before we knew it. So we got busy playing video games. Now, before I get into the games, I will just simply say, Team Liquid, congratulations for the reverse sweep of winning three games <laughs> oh, in a yeah. row and winning back-to-back-to-back splits. Only been done one other time. Dominant TLN. Yep. So anyways, I won't spend any more time on the League of Legends talk, but during that time, uh, I brought over my PlayStation 4 and my little portable uh, monitor system and uh, the and all the VR gear, right? And we had people that had never tried Beat Saber. We had some that wanted to try Borderlands VR. So we really just spent like the whole day watching League, but also playing a ton of VR, which I found super enjoyable. Like I'm, I'm kind of rekindling with this purchase I recently made of a of a used VR headset and realizing like I'm I'm happy I did make this purchase even though the whole Ace Combat plan which was the initial reason I bought it didn't work out I'm starting to find reasons why I want this device and so we played a bunch of Beat Saber which is your you know Star Wars lightsaber rhythm game that I've talked about uh, a lot of fun Borderlands VR surprisingly really addicting um, but it was just it was fun to, I hadn't I haven't had this experience in a while. Um, Player One Miggy was there, and he hasn't really experienced a ton of VR. So him playing um, Beat Saber was just like super rewarding because he was experiencing this whole new kind of form of entertainment and gaming, and it was fun. He was terrible at it at first, <laughs> and you watched him pro- progressively get better, and it just was a it was a really good time all around to just kind of mess around with VR technology, watch some League of Legends, and uh, eat some tasty food. Very nice. Yeah. What tasty food you have? Oh, uh, we had grit because it was nice outside. We grilled some burgers and hot dogs and <laughs> some bacon and, you know, um, we had tater tots and fries. Uh, Player One Miggy brought some of his own um, wings that we grilled. I mean, we had all sorts of options. You name it, it was there. Nice. It sounds like a nice League of Legends party. Yeah, it was good. It was good. What about you? So... Uh, I feel like this isn't the first time I've had this game be my gaming moment of the week. Uh, <laughs> Jurassic Park. No, 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 no. Despite the fact that I do have a couple uh, good Jurassic World Evolution stories in my pocket, I'm not, you know, I don't want to talk about Jurassic World Evolution. You just every start your week. own podcast, Jurassic World Evolution podcast. Man, just, and then I just get like, because you, you know, I'm on the Reddit thread for Jurassic yeah, World Evolution. Of course you are. And just get, you know, get interviews with people making mods for PC of different dinosaur skins. Yeah. And yeah, when are you making the jump to PC? I mean, I think you've outgrown the PS4 version. When am I making the jump to, to the PC version? So I did, uh, <laughs> I, I did. I derailed you so bad here. <laughs> I did upset my wife when she thought I was watching TV with her, and I was like, oh, I just have to do something on the computer real quick. I'm like, you know, just typing away <laughs> on the computer. Allison, she looks over, and I'm screen sharing Jurassic World Evolution <laughs> to my laptop on the couch, and the music kicks on, and she's like, wait, what are you doing over there? I'm like, oh, like, reaching over trying to mute it, and she's like, like you're watching porn. She's like, how are you doing that? I was like, don't, don't, don't worry, just... It's magic. <laughs> yeah. And uh, un- luckily for her, unlucky for me, I was getting 10 megs down at that time, so it uh, it didn't run. It didn't so, run very well at all. Know, just The music kept cutting out and stuff. Oh, so. But that was not my gaming moment of the week. 
Do not try to derail sounds, me. Sounds like it. I will. I, this whole podcast can become me talking about my <laughs> my Indominus Rex that I have now. Let's see. Here we go. Am I heard of Velociraptor? See, it's happening. Slippery slope. Yeah, slip, indeed. I played some Mario Party with Chops from the Legend of Retro. His uh, him and his lovely fiance Allison came over, and uh, we played some Mario Party with uh, you know myself and my wife Pokey L, mm. and we're playing Mario Party. And I'm just rolling ones. I'm rolling ones and twos. Critical fails. I'm, uh, yeah, absolutely. If I was on Noobs and Dragons, Craig would have murdered me by now. <laughs> okay, fair I, enough. I would not have survived. And I'm I'm just getting roasted by the room. Like every time I roll a one, they're like, you know, you're gonna get to the star eventually. And um, it went so poorly for me. I I got lapped by all three of the other players. Lapped on Mario Party. I don't even know that how that happens. I'm not it, sure I've ever seen that. No, it, 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 I think it happens like one person could lap you. I have no idea how the whole rest of the game lapped me. And it's going along and it's sad. Everyone's stealing the coins because I'm rolling slow. So I'm just getting all these coins. And everyone's like, oh, let's just steal Ethan's coins. And everyone's just kicking me when I'm down. We were playing a 15 turn <laughs> game of Mario Party. It took me 10 turns to get to the star one time. 10 turns it took me two thirds of the game everyone is in the room is just roasting me about how i'm awful at mario party and in a comeback that is far greater than anything that jerk tiger woods ever did in his stupid career i came back and won the game of mario party you are the true goat I am. I came back and won it. I am now three times in a row undefeated playing as Koopa Troopa. <laughs> Tiger Woods ain't got nothing on me. Tiger Woods ain't got shit on me, man. I am way better at Mario Party than he is at golf or whatever. He did just win the Masters. Yeah. Know, for, the fifth I, t- for the fifth time. That's this many. Five. That's two more than I've won than Mario have. Party. Yeah, but the difference is, yeah, okay, you can play golf with a bunch of bunch of old people. <laughs> I beat Chops, his fiance, and my wife in Mario Party, the greatest comeback. That means in five turns, I acquired more stars than everyone else. I, I have a comment, but I'm going to keep it to myself. Tell me it. I want. I want the comment. I'm you can't the, knock me off I my pillow say, right that, now. The room that was playing Mario Party, like combined of of video game skills, seems low. Yeah. Well, I have a really low <laughs> skill, so right, it was that, all even. That's what I mean. It's all even, and I won. I came back through strategy and I scheming I and good rolling. I don't know. It doesn't sound like good rolling, but you know, I, the last five turns were just straight fire. I don't like. I guess my whole thing is like when I look when I look at you as a gamer, I say they should the, the, like chops in them should be more like ashamed than you should be proud. You know that's that's true. I'm not going <laughs> to deny that for a second. I'm that, just kidding. I'm that just they kidding. should all be ashamed of the fact that they let me in five turns steal the game. Yeah. That uh, I mean, let's be let's also be fair though. Mario Party, and I don't know the latest Mario Party, but Mario Party is that game where like the the tail end of it can just flip everything upside down. So I'm impressed that you came back from a deficit. But that is the if there's a game that you can come back from a deficit, it's like Mario Kart with the blue shell yeah. and Mario Party. Now I, I I this needs to be said. I did not win off bonus stars. I won clean. Oh, okay. See, I that's had, important. Yeah. That is important to know. Yeah. Because bonus stars are just bullshit. I'm not saying I didn't get bonus stars, but I won 
not on the bonus stars. I yeah. had more stars going into the end of the game. It sounds to me like the rest of the group was sleeping on you and just was like, well, we're just going to cruise in. We got nothing to worry yeah, about. Not worried about me. Because the king is out of it. And then you just came storming up, and they couldn't react quick enough. And saw that little meek little Koopa Troopa hiding in his shell, yeah. but he woke up, and he's like, it's time to, <laughs> time, time to get my stars. You know what I'm saying. All right. Well. Eat it, Tiger Woods. <laughs> good stories. Good stories. We uh, Join the Discord at gameslimedia.com where you can talk about what you're gaming. We can uh, You can meet people to play video games together and just uh, you know hang out and have a good time on the Discord. Let's, uh, let's answer some emails. The FBI has just sent a letter to Games informing them that they have discovered new emails. Downloading emails from GameZillaMedia.com. All right. If you want your email read on this podcast, email info at gamezillamedia.com. And if I'm uh, if I'm feeling froggy, if I'm feeling like the champion that I am, maybe I'll read your email. That's right. You write them, he reads them. That's the way it works. And this week we have an email from our boy Owl Zero. <laughs> Owl Zero. The artist formerly known as Jazzy Fiddle. <laughs> oh, that guy. That okay. guy. Writing us an email. So he says, Zilla Boys. This I love this man. I've never loved this man more in my entire Zilla life. Zilla boys. No, uh, Owl Zero, a.k.a. Jazzy Vettel. I've never loved this man more than right now. Oh, boy. I know why. Zilla boys. This past weekend, I found myself trophy hunting in Jurassic World Evolution. My man, Owl Zero. I wish you could see me shaking my head in disappointment. See, I had years of him listening to him talk about League of Legends, and I was head shaking. Now he's come over. He's seen the light. He's right, playing a good he, game. But he plays League still. Yeah, but he. But I don't hear about it. That's the difference. <laughs> he's playing this. As far as I know, this is the only video game he plays now. Uh, he's Okay, he was trophy hunting in Jurassic World Evolution, and he says, I just got lost trying to complete the game 100%. The last game I did that with was Celeste. What game did you guys play last that was so good you had to try and get 100% complete status? Game on, Owl Zero. Spider-Man. That one's easy. Spider-Man uh, drove me to get everything. I am technically don't have everything anymore because of the DLC added more trophies, but before that, I was able to get everything with the Platinum. So that game... It, it, you know, and the next game that'll do that to me is probably, assuming it's achievable, will be Borderlands, and then Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Got yeah. it right that time. Yep, I'm proud of you. Thanks. I have zero platinum trophies. <laughs> I have not one time ever been motivated enough to go get platinum trophies. Yeah, but what about, like, is there a game that you would consider, like, where you... 100% of the game. Like, you don't necessarily have to get the Platinum Trophy, because there's a lot of games that, like, to get the Platinum Trophy, it's it's the, the category is get all trophies. Yeah. And just one trophy is 100% of the game. So have you ever, like, 100%ed something? Or, like, or you, you can sit back and say, like, Pokemon, Nintendo games don't have trophies. Yeah. But you can sit back and say, I damn near covered every inch of... Pokemon so and so maybe no probably not wow. I, I really I really can't think of a game that I like a hundred percent it off the top of my head huh but what I can tell you 
Because yesterday I was going through figuring out what I got to do to get all the trophies in Jurassic World Evolution. I'm going for the platinum in this game. I really am. I was going through going, okay, I can do this, 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 and this. Like I, I was going through and figuring that stuff out. So yeah, I, uh, I, I am right there with Owl Zero. I'm lined up trying to platinum. This, I would be proud if this is my first platinum. Yeah, I asked Owl, and he said it's achieve. It's definitely achievable. It is. Because it, yeah. there, there's a lot of games that I play that I'm like, I'm not going to be able to do that. Like, get all the trophies in Rocket League. That's not going to happen. No. You know, like, there, there's a lot of them, and there, some of them are insane. Um, you know, and then, like, like, okay, Borderlands 2 that I've put a ton of time in. I have, like, 15% of the yeah. trophies. It's like, how are there so many trophies? Like, I'm never going to be able to do it. So th- this game does feel ob- obtainable from that aspect. But I don't, I can't think of another game that I've, like, 100%ed. I think I came pretty close in Samus Returns. I hundred percent Samus Returns. I had I had like ninety five percent. It was so probably just like a missile pack. I, or something I missed a secret or something yeah. like that. So I was yeah. pretty close, and I was going for it, but I wasn't motivated enough to go back and find, find whatever secret was missing. Yeah, probably yeah. some dumb missile pack. I remember there being a couple of those that were super annoying. Um, yeah, I mean, I've definitely hundred percent in games, and I and generally they're the ones like. When I think about it, when I think of Spider-Man or I think of, like, uh, God of War, which I didn't even fully 100% it, but I was driven to try. Yeah. It's those games that are, they're a story-driven game that are still kind of linear, mm-hmm. but then they just kind of have those little branches that you can go off on and spend some time, you know, collecting something, which would be, spider you know, an example of Spider-Man for sure, um, where it was like, oh, I got to go find all these backpacks and, like, then I realized, oh, I get points for them, so I can buy new outfits for Spider-Man. Yeah. And some of these outfits are really cool looking, and they give me new abilities. So, like, you know, it just drives me just enough to do it. Um, similar to, like, Horizon Zero Dawn. Like, the side missions were good, but it really still was just this linear story that I really wanted to get to the end. And so, as you progress, you're just unlocking the trophies. And so, it just... It kind of by the time you're done with the game, if you don't have a hundred percent, you have ninety five percent. So to go yeah. back and grab the extra five percent is easy. It's those games like you said where you put in thirty hours and you look at the trophy list and you're like, huh, interesting. I have fifteen percent. Don't care anymore. Don't care. Yeah. I enjoy the game. I will play plenty more of it, but I'm not ever going to try to platinum this game. Um, those are the ones that you really have to, the majority, majority of the trophies need to be laid out where I can earn them by just playing the game. Yeah. I, uh, I was considering it for fire pro because I okay. really was into fire pro there in August and September. And one of them was like, play a thousand matches. I'm like, right, well, how, when am I going to have enough time? Like, how long is it going to take me to do that or win 50 matches online? Like, I don't want to play with people on the internet. Right. So like, yeah, mm. those are the ones that definitely like. A lot of the multiplayer stuff, even though I play a lot of multiplayer, it just it kind of holds me back where, you know, games like um, I have the Platinum in Destiny and I have the Platinum in Destiny 2. Destiny 2 was a little bit more achievable. Like I actually aimed for it. Destiny 1, I never thought I would get it. It was just like kind of a fluke when I ended up landing a couple of the hard trophies. And then that kind of set the fire under my ass where I was like, okay. I'm going to go get these last three. But that was after I put like 400 hours into Destiny. It wasn't like I ever was aiming to platinum that game. It just kind of happened. Yeah. But most most of the time, that doesn't happen. Like, like I just I either play a game and it's, and I get to that point where I'm like, yep, I'm going for it. Or I, or I early on say, never going to happen. Yeah. 
I just always say but, never going to happen. But to be fair to Owl Zero, um, the Celeste achievement is is very impressive. Yeah, absolutely. Not not an easy one. No, it's a tough game. So uh, yeah, so this has been the le- uh, this has not been the Legend of Retro podcast. This has been the Legend of Retro, Retro podcast. podcast. <laughs> yeah, we took I, it over. <laughs> <laughs> we once were the Legend of Retro. Po- this this Gamezilla. All right, I was looking at the Legend of Retro podcast ah, plug yes, yes. again. I did a lot of drinking before this week's show. Legend of Retro podcast. If you like retro video game action. Please listen to the Legend of Retro podcast, and you know we also have Noobs and Dragons. It's our tabletop storytelling Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Then we uh, we have Last Action podcast, Action Movies, Movie Blast podcast, variety of movies, and of course the Noiseland Arcade, all about the Simpsons. They just did the Treehouse of Horrors, the very first Treehouse of Horrors uh, episode. So uh, head over to GameZillaMedia.com and listen to all of our great shows. Grim and I are. Just on this one, and you're on Noobs and Dragons, so yep. you have a variety of different hosts, and uh, everyone's super good. We love all of our friends that uh, make content here at Games of the Media. Yeah, but if you like the personalities on whatever shows that you are listening to, you can catch a lot of us on YouTube, streaming on Facebook or Twitch, uh, within the blog, right from Games of the Media. Uh, com and, of course, in the Discord. So there's plenty of other ways to interact with us and, and get more content or just, you know, hang out with us so make sure you can find all of that stuff right on our website gameslowmedia.com so what podcast is this i got confused this is the um talk boys yeah the talk boys <laughs> yeah no yeah the games will podcast so you know please take a take a few minutes give us a five-star rating on whatever platform you listen to us on uh write us a review and uh you know if you love us a dollar a month, five dollars a month, ten dollars a month. Go ahead and contribute. Patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. Your patronage keeps the lights on here in the studio. It keeps our hosting uh, up and online and available for you to listen to these shows. It's important, and uh, we appreciate it if, if you care about what we're doing here. Uh, just if you could spare a few bucks our way, it means a lot to us. Oh, is that why we're recording in the dark today? You know, I actually, that's not thats not the case. I just wanted to light some candles. Uh, I want it to be romantic, mm. and uh, I like to drink through candlelight. So that's, it really just has to do with the alcohol I've consumed today. You won me over. All right, thank you for hanging out on episode 255 of the Games Little Podcast. Remember, we are your elite-free DLC for all your gaming news, and until next time, game, game on. on.